0: Back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket
1: and TheTicketFM.com.
0: Look at this! We got Eric Strickland on the stream. Let's go! We'll hear from him here in just a second. 402 464 5685. Souter and text line Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from all of you. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Comment, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff on all of those platforms. You can interact with us on all of those platforms throughout the entire show as well. And now we will go ahead and bring in our man here. Give me just a second, Strick. I got to turn this music off that I had for my NFL Top 10. Uh, We'll go ahead and bring him in. Eric Strickland, what's going on? All right, Strick. we can't hear you. Are you still there? Give me a second.
1: How about now? Yo, hey, we got you. Yeah, live, live, and in color out here. John Starks Foundation here in uh, Stamford, Connecticut, uh, just north of New York in the uh, Westchester area. Well, just over the border a little bit of of the Westchester area in New York. Just got off the golf course, hit some good balls. Uh, You know, I I contributed. Let me just say (laughs) that I wasn't a sucker. Right, made some contributions to the team. It's been a great event. Uh, nice. Great people out, you know. Starks out here, uh, some former from some former Knicks, uh, Charles Oakley out here, oh, nice. as well as Greg Anthony, uh, 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 Allen Houston, uh, some football players, uh, Rod Hampton, uh, OJ Anderson. I mean, it's been a it's been a hodgepodge of a little bit of everybody coming out, man, to support John Starks in this wonderful event. And uh, I'm just I'm just grateful to be a part of it. Uh, I Had a couple more holes to go, but I popped off. And 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 it's just so wonderful how it works out. Literally, I was right next to the pool where the, uh, the rest of the uh, festivities are going to be going on. So I literally was just able to just pull nice. right over on the last hole and just dip right in here and get on the block. That's right. right
0: That's right. Uh, well, we don't have Brian Munson right now. We're going to hopefully go ahead and hear from him. Uh, but, Strick, I'll ask you this before we get into some Nebraska football talk. What is your best club?
1: Uh... I, I would probably say my my eight iron. My eight okay. iron is my best club. Right. Um, you know, I can hit a I can hit a pretty good ball. I drove the ball pretty well today. Um, uh, I was glad I got that tune up playing yesterday with Tony Veland and and uh, and uh, a couple of good friends of mine yesterday uh, as well. And uh, it, it helped because uh, I had not been playing in a while, right. so it's good to get that little tune up. But it's it's been great. It was a beautiful day out here. Yep. The wind is blowing beautifully. It's nice. So yeah, man, what's going on back home, man? Tell me. I, I hear there's some some news to be thrown out there, you know, uh, with with some players. And yeah. Stuff, but we can talk about that. We can talk about that on the next hour.
0: Yeah. No. 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 I definitely want to get into it a little bit now because again, we don't have Brian Munson. We'll have sip on uh, at three twenty-five as well, so we can break it down a little bit further. But I, I think the biggest news of the day, if you guys haven't heard yet, uh, freshman running back AJ Allen undisclosed injury. He he had surgery today and is officially out for the season. Um, I guess I'll just ask you, Strick. It seemed like A.J. Allen had kind of stepped in as that running back number two. I think that was a good spot for him. Anthony Grant, one of the best running backs in the Big Ten so far. I don't really see him moving as the number one running back, and I don't think anyone else did. But A.J. Allen really solidified himself as that number two guy. Um What do you think this means for the outlook of the season? It seemed like the running backs, one of the few bright spots for Nebraska now without A.J. Allen, either Gabe Irvin, Jacquez Yant, probably going to have to step up in his place. Uh, What do you think kind of about the running backs moving forward?
1: One of the things I saw and I liked is that Gabe Irvin came in with, with a little bit of energy. He came in with some spunk. Yeah. He came in, you know, looking to, Uh, reestablish his name a little bit right so it it was good to see that for him Uh, now that it's open the gate's open uh, the opportunity Mm -hmm. is there listen everybody I think in that whole uh, locker room and in that in all those lineups in the whole roster is basically at at ground level again I mean no there's nobody that has anything uh, solidified locked down I think obviously as you said um, um, you know there's a couple of pieces that are locked out. Obviously, Casey Thompson, and um, you know, um, Anthony Grant. Uh, I would say is Anthony Grant one, probably right. probably Trey Palmer. Right, right. Uh, some of those guys. Uh, we like we we didn't see much of uh, Washington. I don't know. Um, you know, he didn't really come out in the last game against mm-hmm. Oklahoma and do do too much of anything. Right. But uh, but, but, but it's going to be interesting, especially on the defensive side. I, I just want to see if any of the young guys are going to step up. And and make a name for themselves and, and, and put their name on the on the ballot is basically getting in and getting busy. So that's one of the things we hope to see too coming down these next few weeks. They got an off week. They're probably going hard. They're probably doing a lot of evaluations right now during this period as well. Some re-evaluations, uh, may I say. But but yeah, we'll 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 uh we'll look forward to seeing what happens uh as you end this week and going into next week. Right. For, in preparation for Indiana.
0: Do you well, that's the biggest thing too is like Indiana, a team, I guess you got to get right on the right foot. I don't know if Nebraska is going to be favored per se in this game, but this is a game that you have to win, and it just makes me think like losing AJ Allen is is just kind of a a tough blow. It just it just seems like this is the worst possible time for Nebraska to be going down like this. Do you think this makes Mickey Joseph's job even tougher moving forward? I mean, it looks like he has to kind of show that he can win a few games, kind of step into that head coaching role. Okay, let's get something rolling. And it just seems like it's basically everything that can go wrong is going wrong.
1: Yeah. It, it, you, you, it would look that way. Um And I, I think that poses a good challenge for someone that's looking yeah. to um make a name and, and, and become a Stapleton as far as the head coach position is is concerned. You know what I mean? If you, you you you've got a pretty favorable schedule still. Leland, listen, mm-hmm. none of those games are like you would expect them to be. Being that you know they've lost to Northwestern, and we we've known what Northwestern has done thereafter um, in losing some of those games, and right. you know Southern Illinois, and and then uh, mm-hmm. you know losing another one. I think it was a bad loss for them, mm-hmm. um, another loss that they had, and then you you had. Um, you know, Indiana struggling, you know what I mean? They're They're running game. They're passing game, everything, every facet of their game. So <laughs> yeah. the test is really going to be, man, when you really come down to it, to the nitty gritty, the test is going to be, are they going to be able to hold up up front? If a team that doesn't run the ball, can't run the ball, hasn't shown that they can run the ball continues to dominate you there, then you've got major problems because there's not much that you're going to be able to do other teams that may be marginal or, or, or have, basic running games look like superstars 200 300 yards in a game that's crazy they've got to stop that i mean i don't know if they got to bring more people down in the box they've got to be able know. to get pressure on the running backs their blitz packages are terrible so hopefully um you know they'll be able to do a better job bill bush will be able to do something put some packages together to help them to to get some more pressure and to get some some gaps filled and to right. get 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 things done in their tackling so yeah man it, we'll, we'll, we'll you know it's going to be an interesting few weeks can you talk to me, I want to get your
0: perspective on this, about the bye week, about the break. Because I know when you were in the NBA, you had stretches like the All-Star weekend, you would have a break. When you played in high school, I know you would have bye weeks when you, when you were playing sports. How important is it for Nebraska to not only use this bye week to get healthy, but really take advantage of it and really reset?
1: It's, it's tremendously important. Right. Like, like... I think it's the most important. I think the timing of it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, it was a need yeah. for them to be able to get this break. It's for them to be able to also uh, begin to hear the voice of Mickey and, and to understand what it is that he's uh, expecting and requiring of them. Obviously, it was siloed into the wide receiver department, uh, but now it's it's pretty much his uh, his team and his voice is going to go throughout the whole team. So whether he can accomplish that, get that done, that's going to be – uh, the key component for him um, keeping the coaching position. Obviously, Trev is going to have to uh, be on the hunt. He's still got to be on the look. He's still got to be talking because there's nothing set in stone. I'm sure there's some metrics that are out there for him that he'd want to see in order to get it done. But definitely now, um, one of the things that you saw is lack of effort. Um, when, when, again, I talked about it, I think, yesterday when, when um, you know, uh, um, the, the, when when they broke for that quarterback draw, you oh know, my gosh, and, yes, and, and he went for sixty five yards. It was the, it wasn't that he did it; it was the effort that it, it that was not there in order to try to track him down. And and when you have a lack of effort, that's a hard thing. That's either you gave up or you're quitting or you're not uh, engaged into the process. That's what's got to change. And if you don't see that in the Indiana game, I don't know when you're going to see it.
0: No, I don't think so either. And I think this Indiana game is really a chance to kind of be turned in the right direction. What? So walk me through this. What happens in this bye week? Because I know Mickey said that he wants to be tackling, he wants to be hitting, he wants players to compete. But then I know the bye week is normally used kind of to get players right mentally, physically, uh, get some guys that have been hurt, like a vocal ec, get him back on the yep. field. Do you think that they're still going to be hitting and competing during this bye week? Or do you think this is just completely start from scratch? Let's get the little things right and then go
1: forward. Well, obviously, we know that this week is not going to be anything team oriented. It's Mm. not going to be any goal oriented. It's not going to be any scheme oriented stuff. It's going to be individualized work. It it would be no different than in basketball, right, where you're doing a lot of team zeros. You're working against the scout team. Uh, You're preparing for what the offense is going to be like, what the defense, any any type of defensive schemes that you're going to put together to try to stop those, all those things are, 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 still on the table, but it's not probably for this week, this week, if it was a basketball thing, if I can uh, assimilate or, 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 tie it in, it would be drill work. It would be working on individual skills, different things, uh, uh, you know, in your ball handling, different things with, with, with your shooting, different things with your free throws, different things with your individual one-on-one defense offense, individual stuff in your full court, three on three type stuff, it's going to be a lot of drill type work that they're going to be working on. And, and it's going to be in the areas of their deficiencies, right? Um, I, I don't even know if it'll be, a, it'll be some film work probably, but it won't be a whole bunch of field work. It'll be identifying what the problems and the issues are in their weaknesses. And it'll be what you're going to do to change it, to mitigate it, And if you can't do it, we're going to find somebody that's got to do it. And that's what they're looking at right now. And that's why I think everybody's on the table. I would even be looking at red shirts. I'd be looking at all scout team players. I'd be looking at anybody that has heart that wants to win. Those are the people that I'm going with. If my job is on the line, I'm going with those who want to uh, be there, who want to be a part of the program, who wants to win, period. If you're just out there for show, if you're out there for NIL, if you're out there for anything other than Nebraska and that red, Uh, jersey and that in on your jersey winning games then you you've got to be you got to go you got to go
0: and I think Mickey might be doing that strict because uh, he said today that he wished he played the young guys earlier in the game to get more film on them so he can see what they can do so I don't know if that necessarily means that they're going to be playing in big moments because like you said, I, I think against Indiana, against Rutgers, against Illinois, even if Nebraska doesn't win, you should be in a tight game. You should be competing in those circumstances. I don't know if that necessarily means that the young guys are going to be playing in those instances, but I agree with you straight, because we see like so many times, especially on defense, it's almost like they don't want to be there. And, and, it's, yeah. and there are so many yeah. guys. I mean, there are guys that would red shirt freshman whoever it may be that would do anything to be on that field die to get on the field anything to yeah. be on that field you have you have yeah. guys that try and walk on at nebraska that will literally be punching bags and practice and scout team you got scout team guys that would die, would do anything to get on that field. And with the way that the season has played out, I'm with you. I think that you need to get guys on the field that want to be on the field. Because at least from what it's looked like so far this season, that isn't necessarily the case. And let me ask you this. How do you get that out of those guys? Because I thought that Mickey was going to be kind of that transition. Okay, it's a big game against Oklahoma. Mickey Joseph's first game as Nebraska's head coach we like this guy. He's behind us. He's part of our family. We're going to show out for him. It didn't really look like that was the case. What what gets inside their head that we're going to move forward and we're going to excel for the rest of the season?
1: Well, I think what you got to really consider when you're looking at that whole thing, right, um, I think Coach Shenander was hurt. I think he was disappointed. Yeah. Um, I think that when you – you know, just say just say you and I, for example, right? Uh, the time that we've been spending, the time that I've gotten to know you, uh, the things that we begin to develop, not just on the on the mic or in the studio, but also off the right. uh, you know at different times off the right. off the, uh, the the air, those things begin to develop a relationship. And when something so close to you is lost, something that you you've been able to rely on someone that you can sit down in the office with someone that you spent a lot of time with um now all of a sudden is gone and you're looking up at what wasn't what you saw everybody pretty much a lot of the staff that you used to know that you were close to is gone and sometimes that can wane your your work ethic it can it can kind of just just break you down a little bit and it didn't look like they were prepared no. um i think it was a short week i think for them when you're thinking about it coming up against that type and that level of a team they look good they were very prepared mm-hmm. and they looked they looked even better than what we expected them to look right and i i i look at that that in totality that's why i think this two-week uh opportunity is what you're you're going to begin to see either a turn for the better or a turn for the worst and that, that's thats what's coming down the pipeline in these next few weeks. We're going to either see a difference in the way that they play and they react and they respond or they they give effort, or you're going going to see that it's not going to be that and you don't have the type of players or you don't have the team that's what you said and what you expected uh, coming into the season.
0: And what's most interesting about all of this, Strick, and, and we'll get into this here in the second hour, and then I'll ask Sip about it. What's so crazy is that despite everything that's gone wrong this season, you are set up about as well as you possibly could be if you still want to win the Big Ten West. Like, look at these next few yeah. games that you have coming up. Like, you are going to host Indiana. You're going to go on the road against a Purdue team that is one and 1-2.
1: And they're down.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're down. Exactly. Yes. Purdue yeah. has not looked great. You're going to play Illinois, yeah. who lost to Indiana. Like, you have so many opportunities in front of you. Yeah, I definitely... Games. Yes. And I definitely want to break that down here in the second hour. Uh, But first, we got to get to Shootout with Strick. $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line as always. So go ahead and call us now 402 464 5685. You play to win the game against Eric Strickland at his own game. We'll talk to you on the other side. Shootout with Strick coming up next on the block.